You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hello, America, and happy Friday. Yes, the Friday, one week in one day of shopping left for Christmas. In case you're keeping track or you're behind, like I am, as I always am. Hey, we got a solution for you, though. If you're looking for some quick fixes, some great gifts, I've got a holiday guide up on Just the News. All of our sponsors and partners and advertisers have made special offers. You can get a solution quickly by going to justthenews.com slash offers or just click on the holiday gift guide on the front page of Just News. Lots of great things. I've got some of my favorites. You know I am a steak guy, right? So Omaha Steaks, well, <laughs> that is a great gift. I've sent them some to my family. Shh, don't tell any of them because I don't want them to know until Christmas Day. But they make a wonderful gift all year long. And as you know, my family likes to grill out on Christmas weekend. I know it's a little weird to be out in the cold, but it's one of our famous traditions in our family. And there's no better way to cook out than with Omaha steaks, whether it's the filet mignon or the chicken. They have so many great things. Now, it's cold out there, right? It's it's Christmas time. You know the song, baby, it's cold outside. Well, Tommy John, they keep you warm on the inside with their unbelievable loungewear. One of my favorite things to wear when I'm up at the cabin in the cold weather around the fireplace some special offers from Tommy John. If you have a man in your life and you're like, uh, I don't want to get in the same old thing every year, how about getting him a gift from Man Crates? These are some of the most amazing gifts men will ever get. And they come in an unbelievable package, a crate, an ammo can, some unforgettable package, which makes the opening experience as fun as getting the gift. That's a fun one. I give the gift of security and peace of mind, my Patriot Supply, right? Preparedness is the way to go. Give someone an emergency food supply. You'll be up on the good side of that. Uh, how about a membership from AMAC? We just had a great conversation yesterday with Bobby Charles at AMAC. Go give the gift of AMAC. It's a membership that gives all year long. You get discounts on services and travel and great products. You can learn about Medicare insurances and other things that are exclusive to the AMAC audience. And then you get all that intel, that polling, the podcast, and all the news that make you a better informed citizen. AMAC, that's a great gift. And then, of course, I don't like cold feet. That's why I wear heat holders on my feet and my head. I got some great heat holder hats. They've got new scarves that my wife really fell in love with. So go check out heat holders, some of the most extraordinary warm clothing for winter you'll ever get. Cozy Earth, how about for the woman in your life? Give her the gift of a great night's sleep. Cozy Earth has some of the best products for 
bedding and comfort you'll ever find. The bamboo stuff is unbelievable. If you're a Second Amendment fan, you got two different ideas, right? You can give a training course, firearm safety course from ffcourse.com, or you could go to and give someone a Second Amendment silver coin. We've got a very special offering on the side of 2022 American Silver Eagle graded MS-70 brilliant uncirculated coin that celebrates America and the Second Amendment. That's a good one. Hey, if nothing else, you can always give a Just the News subscription. Someone who gets a Just the News subscription, they get not only an ad-free experience on the app, on the web, they also get to attend a once-a-month town hall with me where I sit around and answer people's questions, try to bring people up to speed on the news, on things I know. Those are just some of the gifts on the Just the News holiday gift guide. Go to justthenews.com slash offers or just click on the holiday gift guide. We can save you one day and a week from Christmas. Go ahead and check it out. It's pretty kind of cool. All right. We've got a great show for you today. I have been so worried about what's going on the border, particularly with Title 42 lifting on December 21st. You think it's bad now at six, seven, eight thousand illegal migrants crossing a day. It's going to go up to 10, 12, 14, 15,000. The experts say Mark Morgan, the former commissioner of the Border Protection Agency, going to be here at the top of the show. We're going to talk about all things border. What could be done? What could have been done? What Republicans might do in the House to force Joe Biden to act. That's going to be the top of the show. And then one of the great journalists that I've had the pleasure of getting to know over the last couple of years, Halette Frahella. She runs ADN America, an unbelievable news site in English and in Spanish. Yes, it caters to Latino audiences in America, but it is a news site for everybody in America to go check out. Halette Frahella is going to come talk to us about some pretty amazing things she's been learning about, including the way the traditional corporate Hispanic media have not been covering Elon Musk Twitter or the Twitter files. An interesting twist here. You're going to want to hear that. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break, hear from some of those great advertisers and sponsors that have a part of the Christmas gift guide that I have out there. When we come back, first up, Mark Morgan, former commissioner of the Customs and Border Protection Agency. Big, important conversation. Next week could be a historic week and not in a good sense for the border in America. We'll cover that right after this. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. 
It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash just news. That's AMAC.us forward slash just news. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. We have been focused on the border all week, and for good reason, a very historic moment in American history is about to happen. When Title 42 is lifted in just a few short days, the avalanche of illegal immigration into this country will be unlike anything we've seen. And that's saying something, because the last year has seen nearly 4 million illegal immigrants flow into this country. We've got the perfect guest to help us handicap what lies ahead, what solutions could be on the horizon with the Republican. Congress. Joining us right now, the former acting commissioner of the Customs Border Patrol Agency, Mark Morgan. Mark, great to have you back on. John, thanks for having me. You have so many friends on the inside. You know what the men and women in CBP are going through right now, what they're preparing for, what life's going to be like. When Title 52 lifts in a couple days, what happens at the border? Yeah, you're right. Look, and, and John, I just literally got back from the border. I was in El Paso uh, last week, the entire week. I was embedded with Texas DPS, their elite aircraft division, as well as CID, their criminal investigative division. Uh, we saw every day, all day long from the air, uh, you know, uh, illegal aliens entering the country. They caught some, many got away. We saw stash houses and the deplorable conditions they're kept in. Uh, Why we had a stash house, we got a call that there was a bailout. A Texas trooper had stopped a vehicle, and the uh, just as the name suggests, uh, a dozen illegal aliens were in the vehicles, and they bailed out to avoid uh, apprehension. They ran through a, a really nice residential area, uh, you know, 8.30 in the morning, a crisp morning in El Paso. Literally, that, that we, we saw uh, multiple people. I saw a young woman uh, walking her dog, uh, literally, as illegal aliens were running through their uh, neighborhood. And, and Texas DPS will tell us oftentimes, they get 911 calls that the illegal aliens break into houses trying to avoid apprehension. And they said, this goes on all day, every day. And John, you said something's very clear. Yes, Title 42 is, is, is going to uh, continue the avalanche, but, but you added something that a lot don't, it's frustrating for me, but you got it, is that, but to say that Title 42 is gonna cause an avalanche, it's just gonna cause the av avalanche we already have to make it worse. I mean, so the, the, the crisis doesn't begin when Title 42 ends. We're already in the throes. We're already in the middle of the crisis, like you said. In the first 22 months of this administration, over 5.5 million uh, uh, immigrants have illegally entered the country, and over a million of them have gotten away. I, real quick, I even heard at a press, uh, uh, press conference 
uh, they asked uh, the, the press secretary, well, once Title 42 ends, are you concerned? I think it was the National Security Advisor, or Jake Sullivan, are, are you concerned about a potential national security uh, threat? I, I, I almost, I almost, John, I literally almost threw my TV uh, out the window. We're already in the middle of a national security threat. Well, the past 22 months, there's been apprehensions of people from 160 different countries. Over 98 illegal aliens have been apprehended on the terrorist screening database last fiscal year alone. The FBI prevented a terrorist attack, how are they going to carry it out? By bringing terrorists across the wide open southwest border. We're already in the middle of the worst unmitigated, self-inflicted border crisis in our lifetime. When Title 42 ends, it's just going to make it worse. Yeah, you have said it. And you have been one of the few people that have consistently helped Americans understand just how bad it is already. Because a lot of people, the media is glossing over the current environment. They're not going to be able to gloss over the next wave, I don't think. But the last year has been devastating. Those 98 terrorists connected folks are people that we were able to capture. How many got across that we don't know? You're one of the few voices. And yesterday, there was this extraordinary moment where several lawmakers got together, Greg Stubbe, Andy Biggs, calling for the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas as Homeland Security Secretary next year. Uh, that is not something they've done lightly. This isn't just a political stunt. They're trying to force a change at the top. Your impression of the arguments they made yesterday, why this man should be removed from office. Well, I completely agree with it. I was there. I was at that event along with another great patriot, uh, uh, former director of ICE, Tom Holman, and uh, former chief of the United States Border Patrol, Rodney Scott. We joined probably, I, it was 1820 congressional members. And you're right. They didn't take this lightly. They know what they're doing. They're doing this with purpose and intent because they know they're on the right side of this. Look, Secretary Marcus has been this administration's chief architect of their open border policies. He has been part of the team in the effort to intentionally, with the malice of forethought, take the most secure border in a lifetime and unsecure it. We know because of this man, because of his tenure, what he's done and his policies, that every single day drugs are pouring across the wide open southwest border. Criminals, including murderers, rapists, pedophiles, gang members, are pouring across are among the you know one plus million known godaways, as well as potential national security threats. He's abandoned his open office. He has, he has eroded the public's trust in the justice system. He's threatened the rule of law. He's lied to the American people. He's lied to Congress. He's refused to enforce the law. He's directed his own agencies to intentionally violate and thwart the law passed by Congress. And, and if that's not enough, he's actually intentionally vilified his own personnel when he lied to the American people and said they were whipping individuals and it wasn't true. Yeah, he's got to go. And look, Heritage, the Heritage Foundation, I hope next week we're going to drop a very uh, a thoughtful, well uh, done uh, legal analysis and historical perspective on impeachment and how and why the secretary fits within that and should be impeached. It's so great because while highlighting the problems is such an important part of the mission, you and Heritage have also been putting together substantive, easy solutions to get this back under control, get national security back under our thumb. And that's such an important part of the process. Many people complain. You're always there creating solutions, not just highlighting the problem. There's some pretty disturbing intelligence. We see Mexican police pretty easily wanting to get rid of people, knowing that the Title 42 restrictions are coming. They're actually facilitating some of the caravans. Tell us what you're hearing in terms of all the people that are planning to uncork their illegal migrants into the United States when this Title 42 lifts. Yeah, John, so this is very important. So we, we've literally uh, stepped into the time machine and gone years backwards. So, you know, there, there were years ago, the Mexican authorities used to actually not just do nothing, they actually used to help facilitate 
uh, the, the cartel's uh, criminal scheme by busing illegal aliens right to our border. And then the Trump administration, look, love or hate the man, you, you have to be honest and truthful. And the reality is not only did he give us the tools, authorities, and, and, and uh, resources to, uh, to infect the most secure border in our lifetime, but he also leveraged Mexico and other countries to step up and join this as the, as the regional and global crisis that he is. Uh, you know, during the Trump administration, Mexico one time had over 20,000 plus uh, personnel dedicated to securing their southern border and increasing interior enforcement. In all of 2020, when we were there, we had zero large groups uh, of more than 100. Zero. This is happening every single day, all day long right now. And what we have now, the Mexican uh, uh, government, back to busing migrants, literally transferring all the way to our border. We're hearing intelligence now. It hasn't been, for me, it hasn't been cooperated yet, but we're here in, 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 in Tapachula uh, that they have released thousands out of shelters as well as Juarez. Uh, so so the, the, the wave is increasing. It's not going to get uh, uh, lessened. And real quick, if I can, the first 70 days of this fiscal year, the first 70 days, 120,000 apprehensions and 60,000 gotaways in El Paso alone. If you take the entire southwest border, yeah. If you take uh, John, look. If you take the entire southwest border, the first 60 days of this fiscal year, 500,000 total encounters and 160,000 known gotaways. If we keep this up, if we keep this up, just the first two full years of this administration, that will equate to 6.5 million total gotaways and total encounters. 6.5 million. That is just mind-boggling, mind-boggling to think. I want to talk about another revelation that really caught my attention because even in the midst of prior open border moments in our history, there's always been a general commitment that the criminal aliens, people that are already in the country, they commit a crime here, we get rid of them. Amazing study came out last week, 71% fewer criminal aliens ushered out of the country out by the Biden administration compared to Donald Trump. And that's saying something because so many more illegal aliens have come into the country. How big a security risk it is when we leave criminal aliens inside the country? Yeah, John, look, this is something, that's why I love coming on with you because one, you're, you're, you're knowledgeable this issue, you're up to date, and you really focus on the, the really kind of major threats and the gotaways in the criminals. So keep in mind, as, as our southwest border, as this, this administration has literally opened our borders, handed operational control of the cartels, and we've seen an invasion of illegal aliens greater than any other time in our lifetime, millions. Well, so, so while that's going on, the ICE restrictions at the hands of Secretary Mayorkas has seen the fewest number of deportations. So, so not only have fewer criminal aliens been apprehended and removed by ICE at the hands of the secretary, but I'll go a step further. They actually, last year, actually released thousands of criminal aliens that were already detained. Uh, uh, that, that number is around 14,000. Oh, it gets worse. It's my, what, one, what, one, it gets worse, John. One last thing real quick. So look, at, at this pace right now, if you carry this out, the first full term of, of this administration, the for, full four years, we will see, and, and I'm being conservative, four million known gotaways, four million known gotaways, and the, the total is going to be higher than that. But let's just go with the known gotaways. And let's just say, let's say 15%, because these are the individuals that aren't coming in and sitting down and turning themselves over to Border Patrol. There's a reason why. They've got something high. But let's be conservative. Let's say the four million gotaways, only about 15% of them have a criminal history. Let's just go with 15%. That's 600,000. 
That means in four years, we've allowed in intentionally 600,000 illegal aliens with criminal records. You know, that's larger than the entire population of the state of Wyoming. That's what this administration is doing to this country. Yeah, it's, a, it's just an amazing legacy. People are beginning to wake up to the everyday consequences, but the people I talk to in the counterterrorism divisions of the FBI and other agencies really worried that the next two or three terror cells are already across this border waiting for their instructions to carry out another horrific terror attack. When you talk to all of your friends, you were in the FBI for a long time, you've got incredible law enforcement connections. How big is the fear that the lurking terror threat has already been led into this country? It's huge. Both, uh, John, this is another issue, again, we do not talk about. This is why we failed to get uh, our border as a kitchen table issue that should have been during the election. And we need to talk more about this because not only criminals coming across, not only drugs coming across, raising, you know, causing havoc and killing Americans and threatening our public safety, but also the national security. That's why we say this, this is about border security, which is national security. So we know the numbers, right? We know that, that, you know, somewhere around 115, just border patrol alone, uh, apprehensions of illegal aliens on the FBI's terror screening database. Now go back to the current right now, 1.2, 1.3 million known gotaways. No, it's not hyperbolic. The intelligence community backs it up, and the director of the FBI backs it up as well, even though he was kind of forced to have to discuss it during congressional testimony. But he said, yes, what's happening on our board is a national security threat. And yes, in my opinion, I served the FBI over 20 years. I work counterterrorism, and I'm telling you, I'm concerned that the next sleeper cell could already be in the country plan the next terrorist attack, and we would have no idea, John. That's not, that's not hyperbole. That's, that's actually possible. Man, it's just such a, an amazing thing to think this is all self-inflicted, all avoidable. We could avoid all of this. I want to ask you about December 21st, because that'll be the first 24 hours of the end of Title 42. There was an odd move by the Biden administration to ask the judge to reconsider the lifting of Title 42. Do you think that the courts will intervene or does December 21st happen and we're in that crisis moment? Yeah, so I, I've stopped trying to kind of forecast what what the courts are going to do, and let, let's let's keep in mind, right, <laughs> right, and and this administration has been all over the place too, right. So they've had Title Forty Two for the entire uh, two years, but since day one they carved out political uh, exceptions to it. They haven't enforced it in its entirety. Then they said they didn't want it. Then the president said the pandemic is over, and then they didn't appeal it. Now they've appealed it, right. So so look. Uh, I, 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 I stopped trying to predict the courts, and this administration has, has been all over the place, filled with love, uh, hypocrisy after hypocrisy after hypocrisy. But look, look keep this in mind, because again, is, is when Title 42 uh, ends, is it going to make it worse? But he, here's how it's going to make it worse, is that right now, they probably, a little over a third, they've removed uh, the, the millions and millions that have come across, and the majority of the tool that they've used to remove them is Title 42. What that, in, it, when Title 42 goes down, what that's going to mean is, is those people that were being removed are now going to be released. And of course, that's what they want. Right. And so as you release more illegal aliens, then the cartels use that to incentivize more to come. That's what's going to happen. So, again, but we're 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 not going to be in a crisis, John. I've got to reiterate. We're already in a crisis. My, my real quick kind of analogy and, you know, every analogy is weak. But let, let's say you have a, a city surrounded by five dams. And the city council intentionally dismantles four to five dams and, and your entire city is covered in four feet of water. And then at the end, you know what? Hey, let's go ahead and dismantle the last fifth dam. And you add another foot of water to your home. 
Well, the issue is not that foot of water, right? That's not what caused the crisis. It was just man only the first four dams that created the four feet of water. That was the crisis. And the entitled 42 is just going to make what we have even worse. What are the levers that the Biden administration, if they were to be responsible, could use to try to alleviate this? There's been some reporting in Axios the last couple of days that maybe they're going to do some things like barring some asylum seekers and stepping up prosecutions to send a message, hey, slow this down. But uh, that could just be spin because it's all anonymous. What are a couple of the levers that this administration, if they chose to be responsible, they chose to take this seriously, could put into place quickly to try to stem the tide? So one thing is, John, and I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to be flip here, but they could just start enforcing the laws already on the books, right? So, so, so they have what's called expedited removal. We call it ER, right? Which, which allows them to quickly remove individuals at the border, um, much like Title 42, uh, if they actually apply it, right? And, and, and another part too, how about actually starting to detain people that the law says they must detain, right? They refuse to enforce the law. Look, unless there's consequences, as long as catch and release, which is what this administration has turned back on and embraced, as long as there's any degree of catch and release, it's not going to stop. They, they, they can have all their talk about, hey, we're going to turn back some. Um, hey, we're going to start doing fill in the blank. Unless you do it across the board, it's not going to have an impact. I'll give you an example. Venezuelans, right? So we saw an uptick in Venezuelan, Nicaraguans, and Cubans, right? A huge spike, you know, the last, last eight or nine months. Well, they said, hmm, okay, guys, this, this is a real problem here for us. And I think they took it more of a PR problem than substantive problem. Well, you know what? Let's start using Title 42 to remove Venezuelans. Well, 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 what about the Cubans and Nicaraguans and the 157 other countries illegally in our southwest border? I mean, John, that's what I mean. It, it, you cannot piecemeal this. You cannot apply the law selectively to this demographic and not the rest of the demographic. That's what they're going to do. Uh, I have no faith that they're actually going to do uh, what needs to be done to secure the border. And, and you mentioned, John, look, uh, we got together several conservative think tanks, 12 former uh, tr uh, Trump-level officials, high-level officials got together. We signed a letter. Uh, we call it the coalition letter that really uh, puts a roadmap on exactly what needs to be done. Look, if, if they were really serious about this, one of the first thing they would do is reinstate Remain in Mexico. If you reinstate Remain in Mexico, it has a profound effect on the flow almost instantly, doesn't it? It does, John. And that's why I, I, I get so frustrated. Look, of all the, the network tools, authorities, and policies that were provided to, this, uh, to the Trump administration to secure our border, single-handedly, hands down, the most effective, most powerful tool that we had was the Remain in Mexico. Why? Why was that? So by, by February of 2020, we had reduced illegal immigration by 85%. And the net result of this, that means we got more agents and more personnel on the front line on their national security mission to do their job to protect this country. It means we were stopping more gotaways, stopping more criminals, stopping more drugs, stopping more national security threats from actually getting away and entering this country all day, every single day. The, the issue is that ended catch and release. Look, as long as someone knows, if, if a migrant knows that they can illegally enter our southwest border and they're going to be released in the United States, they're going to come. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what this administration tries to lie and push off on the American people. It's that simple. You have to start with ending the incentive. And the way you end the incentive is you tell the entire world you will not 
illegally in our southwest border and be released to the United States. You do that, you're going to see instantaneous, as you said, the flow will be reduced. Yeah, such an important and so common sense. I mean, I think I can see people nodding their heads if they were watching in the audience. There's so many common sense things that could stop this tomorrow. And yet there's this incredible inaction and uh, ignorance to what, what is going on at this border. It's remarkable. We're so lucky, though, because we have people like you out there actually speaking the truth, Mark. It's so important. And we're always grateful when you come on the show. You give us the straight scoop. And we're heading into some pretty extraordinary times. So I'm really grateful that you can, you can get us up to speed today. You bet. Thanks. Real quick, and I know we're limited on time. And another thing they could do is, is right now, today, the, the next 30 minutes, they could uh, lift the restrictions on ICE that Secretary Mayorkas has placed on them so they can go back to doing their job to actually going after criminal illegal aliens in this country that are here unlawfully and removing them. You stop releasing new illegal aliens in the country. You start uh, removing illegal aliens already in the country, especially those who have already committed additional crimes. You're going to see the numbers go up and you're going to see the security of our border go up as well. Yeah, such a great point. Such a great point. Mark, really appreciate the time today. If we don't get a chance to talk before Christmas, I want to wish you an early Merry Christmas. We're going to get you back on it first after the first year. Lots to stay on top of in this incredible border moment. You bet. Merry Christmas, John. Thanks, my friend. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Our next guest is one of my favorite journalists. She has created one of the great iconic brands in America, a really amazing website. If you haven't checked it out, you are missing out on some of the greatest journalism in the country. ADN America, a brand new website. It's been around about a year now, actually not that new anymore, making its mark day in and day out with extraordinary news and a special focus for the amazing Hispanic Latino community in America. Joining us right now, the editor, the founder, the inspiration behind AD in America, my good friend, Halet Frahela. Halet, great to have you back on the show. 
Great to be here, John. How are you? I am well. I want to wish you a happy Christmas, a Merry Christmas early. I know it's early, but it's been an amazing year for you and AD in America. Every day when I open up the site, I go, oh my God, what an amazing story. I gotta, we gotta get that. That's amazing. But there was this moment in the Twitter release files where I think you picked up something that nobody else noticed. The Hispanic news media's reaction to Elon Musk and Twitter. Tell us what you found. Yes, well, at, at ADN America, we've been covering the Twitter files since day one, like most of, of the media, and not just in English, but most importantly for our Spanish-speaking audiences. And on Monday, as we were working on the uh, fifth batch that was released by Barry White, I realized the story about Twitter was lacking on every major uh, Hispanic publication. Everything that they had on Monday was about how Elon Musk was booed at a David Chappelle performance. So they have, and then I started searching on their archives and Univision, Telemundo, La Opinion in, in Los Angeles, which is a digital publication, but it's a major newspaper, very re- well read by, the, by many Hispanics. I even check on the Nuevo Herald and, and, and so on. And none of those uh, publications had any mention to the Twitter files, but not only to the Twitter files. Then I started looking about the Hunter Biden laptop because part of the Twitter files, the first release was about, you know, how they, this, in Twitter, they, they, were, they tried to hide the, the story from the New York Post. And there was not one single mention about this important issue for freedom of expression. We're talking about the backbone of, of, of the press, is freedom of expression. And the, and the fact that they completely ignore this story, um, it's amazing to me. And it tells you how uh, poorly informed Hispanics have been in this country for so many years. And this is due to a very evident, in my opinion, media bias that we have here in the United States in, the, in, in every Hispanic publication. Well, it makes what you did when you stepped into the void and created ADN America, first ADN Cuba and then ADN America, you created that alternative that can get the stories that the communities have been deprived of into the jet stream, get people talking, and people are becoming so much more invested in the truth. They now realize, well, the places I used to get my truth may not be giving me the whole story. I need more resources, more of a 360 view. And you stepped into that void a year later. What's been the biggest lesson, the biggest reward for taking such a risk and helping America and particularly Hispanic Americans get truth that they've been denied for so long? Well, I think it's very important for us that, um, news and media, not only that it link conservative, that it but that it actually covers the news and what is really newsworthy and everything that's happening in this country, disregarding of our, of our political bias, that we all have them, right? But we need to move away from that to actually provide the public with um, fair news, fact-based news, and stories that they really are going to have an impact and a positive impact also in the daily day life and in the choices they make. And for us, it's very important that we are not an anomaly, right? That uh, lo- there's only one local TV station that is it, it's similar to us, and it's also in Florida, which is America TV. But aside from those very small um, exceptions, it's very important that we break through to what's happening and what Hispanics are actually uh, reading and have access to. And I'm going to explain a little bit to your audience what this is so important. It's like in, in March, there, there was a poll, a very important poll from YouGov, that they asked Hispanics how many of them knew about the Hunter Biden laptop. And 43% of Hispanics you know, said they have admitted they have never heard anything about it, anything. And 42% indicated that they only heard 
some of all the matters. So when you realize this, the level of the lack of information that the Hispanic community has in the U.S., you start wondering, okay, why are they, why are they making the choices they make when they vote, right? And there is like, does media via affect voting? You have to ask yourself that. And there's plenty of reports and research about how media bias definitely affects voting. They even did a report in 10 years ago about how when Fox News began, um, Republicans started winning in certain in certain areas where they, where they started broadcasting. That was like more than 10 years ago. Uh, so you start wondering, okay, what happens with the Hispanic community? The opposite. The Hispanic community has no access in Spanish, which is 55% of Hispanics who speak Spanish and consume media in Spanish. They have no access to anything else that what these big networks are giving them and are telling them in the newscasts and the digital sites. And that is scary to me. It is amazing. And you had another story this week that caught my attention that goes right to this issue of bias and throttling of truth from the American people. New York Times taking quite a bit of criticism from Cuban activists and journalists after they blame the U.S. embargo for why Cubans are leaving the island. It's not the embargo. It's the communism they're fleeing. But apparently the New York Times can't come to say that, can they? They can come to say that it's completely misled. And the good thing about the Cuban-American community and that um, a lot of Cuban journalists and activists is that they're very aware of what's happening. They don't want to hear these lies. And the New York Times has been amazing about spreading these lies and promoting Fidel Castro image for decades. I mean, we, America owes them that, right? They really amplified and increased the visibility of Fidel Castro uh, into the, you know, into the minds of many Americans. But the fact that they keep saying this, that they're blaming the U.S. embargo for this mass exodus, and that, that goes to another story that we've been working in, in, in also in ABN America, is about the organization, how organized this mass exodus has been with travel agencies here in Florida that has been allowing Cubans and people to buy these tickets from Havana to Nicaragua, knowing knowing that what Cubans, all these $4,000 tickets that Cubans are selling their houses, their properties, the little they have in Cuba to be able to purchase these tickets to go to Nicaragua. It's not, go, it's not a, to go on vacation. Nobody sells their house to go on vacation to Nicaragua. Everybody knew it was to cross the southern border illegally. This administration knew this was happening. The travel agencies knew what they were doing. And this, and this was all orchestrated by the Cuban government with Combianza an airline that has been sanctioned by the U.S. that belongs to Venezuela. And they've made millions with this, with this trade. It's just amazing, this entire system. There's one other thing, and I know most of the time ADN is trying to help Hispanic Americans understand what's going on in the country and give them news. But there's also a great education process for those of us who aren't Hispanic, but have had these stereotypes and fake illusions cast upon us. And one of those is that Hispanics overwhelmingly welcome an open border. That's just simply not true. And you do such a great job every day just showing the gap in what people think is the reality and what actually Hispanic America thinks. Tell us a little bit about the Hispanic community's view of an open border and all the security issues that comes with it. Well, if you're in a community that's near the border and you've been affected by the crime that has spiked through because of that, uh, your views are going to be completely different than a lot of liberals who are not really enduring that situation. But the truth is that every country in Latin America has a border and every uh, Hispanic that lives in this country had, in a way, foreign-born Hispanics have understand that this is not um, something that is specific to the U.S., right? Like this irregular immigration is happening in every country in Latin America because 
especially those dictatorships that we have, like Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua, and many other problems in the region, like self-governability and corruption. But the fact that we are sympathetic with the the pursuit of freedom, it doesn't mean that we support an irregular system because it's uncontrollable. Because right now, we look at what's happening with Cuba, and historically we've been seen as refugees. We have refugees who are escaping a dictatorship, a communist country, and right now the Biden administration just started deporting Cuba, which was not, it was not seen in this country before, right? So Hispanics really want a regular way to, an organized way to come to this country. So people don't have to live in the shadow, but also, so you protect the country that opened the doors to you and respect the country that gave you this opportunity to live in freedom and prosper. And it's a misconception, definitely, I think, for many people in America to think that Hispanics are for not just open border, but also illegal immigration. we understand the struggle, but we understand that the system, it cannot sustain that, itself that way. Oh, it's so important for everybody who is hearing of ADN America for the first time. Hopefully it's not too many, but for those who are here for the first time, what's the best way to get subscribed, to get following? I love your daily newsletter, but tell folks what's the best way to engage on ADN America because it's such an amazing news product. Well, we are on Truth, so they can follow us on Truth Social, and we're very happy to be in the platform. We are also in Twitter and in Facebook and in Instagram, and we have a Spanish page on Instagram, but if they want to follow us just in English, they can follow us on Twitter and Facebook also on Truth. And go on to our site, adnamerica.com. You're going to be able to read us in English, also in Spanish, and you're going to have, have a a way to subscribe there to our newsletter. Yeah, such an important thing, folks. It's so simple. Just put your email in the subscribe button. It's definitely a great addition to your email inbox. I know we protect our inboxes. This one is worth having in your inbox. You're going to wake up every day and go, I didn't know that. That's what I do every morning when I wake up to my ADN America. So go check that out and support the great work that Halette is doing. Halette, we love what you're doing. We love having you on the show. I want to wish you an early Merry Christmas and looking forward to working with you in 2023. Thank you so much. Feliz Navidad. All righty. We'll talk to you real soon. God bless you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Big news today. Big thank you to Mark Morgan. Big thank you to Hallette for Hella. Don't forget the Christmas gift guide, justthenews.com slash offers, or go to the homepage, click on the gift guide. We've got some last-minute great discount savings for you. Go check them out. Have a great weekend. We'll have a great show Saturday and Sunday. We've got you covered all weekend long. God bless you, and good night. 
Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.